0: It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray. Where's Murray?
1: Murray. Hey, Merman. Murray. Uh, I think he's working. What? Yep. Last minute call. When when the the merman signal is in the sky,
0: he has to go to work. Eh, that sounds flimsy to me. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on.
1: Ooh, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast please like subscribe share and give us five star rating on your listening platform or support us and join the film rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash film rage yyc if you cannot commit to a membership you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie and you know what we will because we love to rage now speaking of that let's get to raging but first here's a word from our sponsor
0: Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks, makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get together, gaming, movie, drag show.
1: Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a a Liam Neeson or superhero movie plan? Uh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary.
0: Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca.
1: Like I've been gone for
0: years no. right <laughs> it's only been a week wow I guess it's, it's been two it's been two weeks I guess technically. two
1: solid weeks I I had like this withdrawal other than having the COVID which was my first experience with it uh I'd like to say to everybody listening that I am not a fan of this thing mm. it's uh it's not fun I don't like it it's poopy and I don't suggest anybody else try it because it's not its not for kids, I can tell you that. All right. You uh, know what is for kids? Tricks. Tricks are for kids.
0: I don't think, well, tricks, maybe they say tricks are for kids, but I don't think they're good for kids. There's a lot of sugar in tricks.
1: Well, there's also tricks are usually for hookers too, right, but that.
0: Well, they tend to turn know. a few.
1: Yeah, so tricks are for Johns or kids. Uh, yeah. But COVID's for nobody.
0: But they're different types of tricks.
1: That's true. But they're both delicious. And on that note, we got to see a movie in cinemas. That was. <sighs> was it? How delicious was it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sir. The only movie that we've opened this week was Black Panther Wakanda forever and ever and ever so black panther wakanda forever is a bit of an exercise in stamina at two hours and 40 minutes or so i hope you are alert going in as you will be weary leaving the cinema and if you are not alert going in you will probably fall asleep somewhere around the 85 minute mark it starts out well enough with the funeral of king t'challa And the Little little Boseman montage was fine, along with the Marvel Studio intro, which, you know, featured exclusively Black Panther clips. That was kind of cool. The story sets up with a completely logical setup that makes sense. The setup for this movie made perfect sense. Wakanda has vibranium. The white colonists of the world want it. Perfect. Let's have a movie. But instead, we completely abandon that initial premise and we get a film pitting two kingdoms against each other instead of against the people that are trying to steal their resources. I don't get it. The story here should be Wakanda versus the countries that are trying to steal their vibranium. Not Wakanda versus another kingdom that could actually help them out if they're, as they're in a similar situation. If it came to a war with the superpowers of the world, an alliance would make sense with the kingdom of Talakhan. Not a war with them. I did not get this at first. I did not get this as they were trying to explain it as the movie progressed. And I did not get it when the movie ended. And speaking of the end, what logic is, is there in the Kukulkan king of Talakan giving up the way he did? I didn't get it. All of a sudden, he's just... That was it. He, was, he just surrendered even though now he's powerful again. And I didn't understand it. The whole... It sort of made it so that the whole action sequence of that whole final bit... That whole final battle was all for nothing. It sort of made the whole movie pointless. And while we are talking action sequences, the choreography and camera movement of the fight scenes were completely unwatchable blurs. I did not even know what the frick I was watching. Add that to the clunky dialogue and the awkward attempts at humor, and I'm talking awkward attempts at humor that not one of them landed and made me even smirk. And you get one of the one big, disappointing mess of a movie. And lastly, that post-credit scene made me cringe. Both at its weak attempt to tug at your heartstrings and its completely contrived introduction of another character who should have stayed hidden forever. Still, this was a superhero movie, so it was meh. Nah, it wasn't that good. Wakanda Forever was a rage, and not just for all the reasons mentioned, but maybe most of all, for underutilizing Lapita Nyong'o. That just made me rage even more. So in summation, Disney and Marvel suck. Yeah.
1: I've been saying that for years.
0: Yeah. And you
1: still don't believe me. I'm starting but to believe you. But here's what I thought about it. All right. Just like Sprite Zero with grape flavor, Wakanda Forever is no cherry diet doc Mr. Pip, <laughs> like the first Black Panther was. And again, another Marvel superhero movie is way too long, has force-like powers, like guns that kill Neymar's people, but choose not to use them in a fight to the death. Mm. They are the smartest and most technologically superior people on the planet, but make stupid decisions all the way through this movie, including thinking they can go out in the middle of the ocean to battle a water species. Yeah, they thought that was smart. Mm. By the way, the aforementioned species live underwater, but speak Aztec, not sonar, like every other underwater mammal. Please, everyone. I dare you to try and hear anything said by anyone under the water. Any water, be it salt, be it fresh mountain, or even bathwater. I can 100% bet you you cannot hear this at all. Yet in this movie, that's all you could hear was them talking underwater, be it in English For whatever reason, they switched from English to Aztec, just like the Wakandans did. They would be like, for no apparent reason, they would speak English. And then when they wanted to say something in Wakandan, they would say it in Wakandan. It made absolutely no sense. Like, pick a language and stick to it. And then how about you have some science behind? If you're going to create an underwater species that can communicate to each other, how about they actually speak with sonar, the way that dolphins and whales speak? Because speaking underwater You can't hear anything I don't know I don't know who thought it was a good idea to maybe think that that made sense but guess what it doesn't plus one long silly car chase bike chase boat chase Uh -uh. spaceship chase whale chase and of course I'm guessing putting another child in a superhero movie to sell more toys and perhaps now that we have baby Thor and now baby T'Challa we will baby the rest of the Avengers or the Marvel Universe and they can join up with Muppet babies and star in a Saturday morning cartoon with Star Wars babies that apparently will also have babies and use their force-like powers all together where no you don't have to use the force or your powers to the maximum every time just at the times when you feel like you want to be cool using them and nothing is better than muppet star wars mcu babies using force-like powers this is a, a series made in heaven you've got babies you've got muppets you've got star wars you've got mcu characters this is the future of disney the mcu muppet babies and all the Muppet stuff that we are now going to be completely disney for the rest of our life. Now, all that being said, there was a couple of things I did love. Finally, a movie with proper diversity, including an LBGTQ characters. Although, even though they seemed to just throw them in as an afterthought and really didn't give it any credence to the characters. Also, I thought Patricia Wright did a pretty good job leading the Wakandans, although her dialogue wasn't great. And of course my love of my life napita nuwango the most beautiful person that's ever walked the earth as always was worth of the price of admission just to see her in screen
2: underutilized this movie was
1: a rage yes absolutely although this movie was a rage like pretty much every superhero movie is as i've mentioned over and 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 over, and over again i will still beg that we stop watching these terrible mcu movies because it is so rare that they make anything above a rage for me. Did I mention that this was two hours and 40 minutes long? No, Bryce did. But this movie was a long, painful, watch of nothing that made sense every to your point earlier there was nothing that made sense in this movie not one single (laughs) thing made any sense whatsoever and how they are they fighting each other and it it was it made they made no sense and it was just like the characters were whitewashed with with just it was just terrible yeah like i mean uh i i feel sad because to me, the original Black Panther was such a strong, powerful movie, and in my opinion, is one of the best of the MCU had to offer at the time. But you know, the fact that they had some amazing cast in this, and then they the script and and story that was so weak, it was yeah, it was painful. Like having the oh. the, the the white colonists uh, in there didn't even they care. They didn't even need it. It was like unneeded having no having them even in it. Like, well, it was just. They they kind of they're gonna do what they did.
0: Yeah, well they all they with the whole thing with the whatever it was a UN or whatever it was at the beginning the the whole meeting where she makes her speech and everything and then they bring those guys in and I was thinking okay this actually isn't the worst yeah. story this makes at least it makes sense and then they just yeah. they didn't like why even do any of that if you're not gonna go follow through with it like I don't yeah well, and then all and, of a sudden every, you've got two nations fighting each other why. Yeah. Because yeah, because everybody from the outside is trying to get their resources. Why why are they fighting each other? I, I I still don't know. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: no, no, not well. Even everything they did, just every single decision they made was just. In, and the arc of of getting to the new Black Panther to me was also just.
0: Yeah, it was just it was it was like it
1: didn't it didn't make sense. No. Like her arc to get to where she had to be was didn't make any real sense. And and you know they make such a big thing about that that process in the original Black mm. Panther where you know they go to the after uh, afterworld or underworld or whatever to see their their history, right? And and it was like and then she comes out of it and then it's just like yeah, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah, I didn't see anybody. But like it was like all those things just don't make sense. Like yeah. it's it's like they've built these tropes around these superhero movies and I don't understand why we just keep eating it. Like I just don't get it. I don't understand why somebody hasn't said, you know, this is just enough. And actually it's funny because the promo we're doing this week for Sean's podcast, he's doing a thing of join my uh, Patreon so that I never have to watch an MCU movie again. I almost want to join his his his, uh, his Patreon because I completely agree with it. So yeah. This movie's terrible.
0: It really is. I did not. Do we like still it.
1: have to watch these? Can we not just yep you know watch whatever's coming out on netflix like gotta I know watch our him podcast isn't called film love it's film Rage. But- at
0: the very least you know other than this particular one but as like you know as these movies come out we know it's gonna make one person on our on our panel happy so he's, he's not here right now but he loves <laughs> and the he MCU. refused
1: to see this one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> very strange
1: yeah oh well i don't get well. that guy sometimes Maybe someday we'll. I don't know. Maybe someday they'll make
0: better movies. Could happen. I don't know.
1: I I want every now you and then they make a good one. I want like Spawn to come out with a new movie. That's what I want. Mm. A real good version of Spawn this time. Yeah. And have John a... Leguizamo back in it. Yeah, <laughs> I bring bring
0: John Leguizamo back. <laughs> That's right. Yes. As Spawn. There we go. As Spawn. All right, sir. Oh, the Merman Minute.
1: And he's not here to enjoy it. What? But yeah, but the reason that we're playing the Merman music is because Wakanda Forever did refer to him in the movie.
0: They did. Why didn't why They didn't, said
1: the Merman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did, indeed. <laughs> they referred to the, the Merman. They and referred so, to the, the Merman. And reason, who else could they have been talking about? That's who. That's who I thought they were talking about. In fact, Obviously. we looked at each other and pointed and went,
0: "Merman." Merman. All right. We miss you, buddy. Indeed. I do dig his music, though.
1: His music is pretty cool. Kind of reminds me of that. Um, Banshees of Inish It yeah, could have been play- yeah. yeah.
0: I love that movie, man. That was so good. <laughs> remember? Nice. Remember last week when we watched really good movies?
1: when oh. you watch them and i didn't get to go to the oh cinemas. yeah did you did you end up seeing that I by remember the way? that i remember it. no but i'll probably be seeing it this oh,
0: weekend oh you got to see it so good i will so, It'll, so people good.
1: check out our website cuz once i've seen it in i didn't you see it, it
0: last week oh yeah you had the covid that's right i had covid oh, my man
1: God. that's right
0: that is a shame yeah,
1: that's terrible i can't forget that i can tell oh, you oh that.
0: that's poopy Well yeah. enough of murray's music yeah fair
1: enough temperature rising Vision blurring rage taking over. Ah. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet rage washing over my body like waves of wakandan water spilling over my body my rage this week is real real simple it's uh i hope this is stealing prices by the way is if you're gonna make a movie with the most beautiful person that's ever walked the face of the earth you need to give them more dialogue and make their make the movie better to try and reach up to her standards Of Lupita Nyong'o, she is the most brilliant, most beautiful person. And the fact that she was in this movie and I hated it makes me sad. Yeah. So my rage is still at Disney, MCU, Muppet Babies, and the whole Star Wars universe and Force-like powers in general. But ultimately, it's because they put Lupita Nyong'o in this movie and didn't give her enough screen time.
0: That's fair. It should be Stony Trail. I don't understand that road. I thought it was supposed to be a ring road.
1: It's not finished yet.
0: Yeah, but I'm driving home, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm on the ring road, so I'm thinking, okay, well, this is it's gonna be a circle. So I'm going to actually end up at like 16th Avenue where I can get off and go home. Next thing I yeah, know, not, it's not I'm on the turn yet. off to Bragg Creek. I've been driving for like 45 <laughs> minutes, and I, now I got to turn around and head fin- back to Calgary. It's not finished yet. It's not a ring road. Why are you call it a ring road?
1: It's a horseshoe well, you, at best. It's a horseshoe now. Yeah, it'll be a ring road eventually.
0: Anyways, that's not actually my rage. I just that's that's how I spent my Monday evening trying that's to get. That's why home. we were late getting started. I was started literally, today. I was literally driving and driving. I don't even know what road I'm. I don't know how I got on that road because I'm like, I know that road. <laughs> But I'm like, I didn't even know I was on it, and it's not, it's not, the ring road, and then all of a sudden I hit that traffic circle where you can go to, Cochrane one way and Bragg Creek the other, and I'm like, how the hell did I get here? So then finally, I what we left the theater at what like 8:30? I think I got home at like 10. That's the best. Anyways. so that's yeah, part, that's part to- one of my rage. <laughs> Actually, I should just leave it there. That should be my rage. But uh, nobody even knows what I'm talking about. But if you call no, something but, a okay, ring road. So- it shouldn't be a horseshoe. That's my rage.
1: Well, th- that is—that's pretty good rage. And people who live in big cities like Atlanta or New York or Chicago understand ring roads. And uh, the fact that, that ours isn't finished, you can understand why we're frustrated.
0: Uh, so my rage is a fact. What's your that real rage? My, yeah. real, my real rage. Actually, I'm not—I'm not as angry about this. I think we heard my real rage. This is my. <laughs> This is my pseudo-rage. My rage is the fact that Marvel cannot seem to make an original film. Everything they make is the same formula with different actors. They all have to hit the same beats as far as the action goes. They all have to tie together in some stupid way. Everything has to overlap somehow. Why can't, say, Black Panther, for instance, just exist? Without having to overlap into other Marvel stories. It's all just exhausting. It's all just too much.
1: Yeah. So okay, so am I Am I rubbing off on you? I'm not mean like physically rubbing on you, but I mean rubbing off on you in the sense that you know, are you starting to realize that even if it is a superhero movie, it doesn't still make it a mat. It's no. the movie is now boring and they're all a rage unless there's well, something completely unique I,
0: about I'm it. I'm holding out hope. I mean I've had a few in a row here that have not been good. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. better. No,
1: just start with them already knowing they're a rage. And then if if there's something that's really good about it, like the last Spider-Man, which made yeah. it to a man, then it, then it deserves it. But it should just always sit simmering at a, a boiling pot of rage. And, you know, until something good comes along, then it just stays there. Because that's where they belong. It's
0: a rage. I'm looking forward to Babylon for one reason, because Tobey Maguire's in it. I just, I yeah. can't, I can't get enough of Tobey Maguire. I just but Babylon's so not an MCU movie, is it? No. <laughs> okay, good. I just talk, you just talk about Spider-Man. Oh, the only oh, Spider-Man that's okay, sp- worth mentioning is Tobey Maguire. You went back
1: to the real I mean, real Garfield Spider-Man. was okay.
0: Holland is yeah. a wiener, but yeah, Tobey just- Maguire is awesome.
1: Filmy McGuire is the real Spider-Man, let's face it.
0: That's it.
1: That's a good way to close this.
3: (laughs) Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading.
1: There we go. That's the one I'm most excited about. So, uh, interestingly enough, the fact that we weren't here last week, it has to be said... Uh, we got a lot of feedback from our listeners. And so thank you listeners for giving me lots of feedback on social media about Bryce's uh, solo effort. There was, a, there was a lot of people that actually gave comment. In fact, we got more comments about Bryce's solo effort than we got on every one of our other podcasts ever we've ever done. So I have to share some of this. With Bryce everybody because everybody agreed with my list segment
0: is what I'm guessing.
1: No, actually, everybody who mentioned specifically about the list episode... Yeah. was was saying this was the funniest episode <laughs> of the lists ever that Bryce thought he could just do whatever he wanted on the list so we had like, I at least five people, people on the list. To yeah and unfortunately none of those people are getting on the list unfortunately uh, for Bryce because they've been previously discussed a and b crew we, is plural we can revisit crew things is plural
0: not against the rules to revisit we might be Uh, doing that today
1: yeah we are going to be doing some revisiting (laughs) today that's for sure um but yeah so anyway uh to update everyone there's there's no way that rob zombie will ever make it we literally just voted his film The three of us, two, three of four of us rated it as a rage. So he cannot be on, he's got to wait eight more movies, Bryce, unfortunately. And and Ben Affleck is pretty much repulsive for Murray. And I would say 70% is repulsive for me. So yeah. He's mesmerizing. Yeah. That's not a thing, but you know what? That was the best. I have to agree. That was the best list episode I've ever, ever heard. So, uh, Thanks everyone who gave commentary on that, and the rest of the, the rest of our listeners said, you know, you did a pretty bang up job, buddy. So, uh, congrats on your episode by yourself.
3: <laughs>
1: right on. Um, so we got because we only had one movie in cinema. Bryce thought we should just keep adding more films to the list, which was good because uh, one of these movies I had never seen before, but right. one of them I had seen before, mm. and uh, unfortunately, um. Well, maybe unfortunately, but also maybe fortunately, is we decided we were going to see Pain and Gain because it has uh, Peter Stormare and it has Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock and the Dwayne so, Johnson. Yeah, that too. Um, that they, uh, but unfortunately, Stormore wasn't in the film more than five minutes. He so was
0: barely in it.
1: <sighs> he was barely in it, but even then, he was pretty damn mesmerizing. He was
0: mesmerizing, although he was getting a run for his money from uh, you know what's her head? Uh, yeah, yeah, she, in the same scene nurse. with her. Um, yeah. What the hell's her name? It's, it's left yeah, me. It'll come to us later. Yes. But the more
1: important thing about this was Rebel the Wilson. Only reason, yes, she was great in that. She was so good. I, I've never seen Rebel Wilson where I've liked her more than yeah. in that movie. Yeah. But the most more important thing about this revisiting Pain and Gain, mm. and the whole reason that I was lucky enough to be able to put it on the list is that I have to watch Bryce, it again. <laughs> Yes, Bryce had to watch it again because he gave this a mondo and for that reason we could not put the worst director of all time, Michael Bay, on our doubted list. Right. Now, <clears throat> in I second watch I don't even remember of this, any Bryce, of this.
0: Are you sure this happened? Yeah,
1: it, if, if you, you go, go back and listen to our old content huh. where we talk about Michael Bay when we tried to get him on as doubted and I you said, I could, I well we can't yeah. We can't. In fact, I think you even got mad at me. Like, oh, because you put him on there. Because, Pain and Game is Mondo, and I'm mad like, at no, you. it's I not. I would mad
0: at you, but Pain and Game was, you know, I, I, th- I thought it was. I thought in my brain that it was Mondo, but then I watched <laughs> it again. It, this is a good reason it's,
1: it's why just, we have this, these, just, these actual. It's not Mondo. It's not. And in fact, for me, it was a rage. Was so I don't know it. if it. I'm going st-
0: I'm still gonna give it a meh, but it's a low meh. <laughs> I didn't okay, hate it, well. there was stuff about it that I thought I still think it's the best Michael Bay movie ever made
1: Well, it, but it it's is the only awful. one that's got mess So yeah. it's the only one that's made it to and mess Well, so. maybe it
0: isn't though I, I think to do this officially though do you, do you happen to, can you pull up the list of his movies real quick? Oh, can I? Yeah
1: <laughs> Can I? Oh, I can
0: Excellent, let's you know. Maybe do it, it doesn't quick. even.
1: Maybe it doesn't even, um, it doesn't even matter now though
0: it might be off. Like it might be not might eight be, back. It might
1: be. Eight, it might be uh, eight, back. eight back. Right.
0: Might be. Let's see what. All let's right. see what the, what's happening here.
1: So, okay, you gonna you got a pen or something to write these down? I don't in think reverse I need order. to,
0: but okay, let's do it. Okay, so, uh,
1: we watched ambulance this year, which was a rage. Yeah, that was a rage. We saw six underground, which was. <laughs> oh God, a rage.
0: that was a, I hate that frick. I like I. There's movies that I really, really don't like, but I hate that movie. Yeah, it's bad. Um Transformers, The Last Night, which, oh, uh, which was a rage.
1: Uh Thirteen Hours, which was a rage. Yep. Rage. Transformers Age of Extinction was a rage. <laughs> rage. Uh Pain and Gain, which was a rage for me. And sorry, what was it for you again?
0: It's still a man okay <laughs> but it's definitely meh. not mondo
1: <laughs> thank you thank you uh then there was transformers dark of the moon I which was a rage
0: transformers movies has he made
1: okay right uh there's more guess wait uh transformers revenge of the fallen which
0: was I'm a sorry. rage. okay that was that that was uh pain and gain and then transformers blah blah blah
1: okay let me just go back ambulance Underground, a Transformers movie, 13 Hours, a Transformers movie, (laughs) Pain and Gain, a Transformers Transformers movie, movie. Uh, then another Transformers movie called Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, he did Transformers back-to-back, wow. Yeah, and then before that, there was another Transformers
0: (laughs) movie. He did Transformers back-to-back-to-back?
1: No. Yeah, so he did, in 2007, is this the first of the
0: eight, by the way? That's actually that's nine back. So you're telling me, I'm sorry, so, there are five okay. Transformers movies, and that uh, doesn't even. Okay, so so Transformers stupid- one, two
1: thousand seven, yeah. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen is two thousand nine, yeah. Transformers: Dark of the Moon was two thousand eleven, Pain and Gain split that up, then Transformers: Age of Extinction, holy crap, there's five, two thousand fourteen, then thirteen hours, then Transformers: The Last Night.
0: Oh, God, how are then you?
1: Then Six Underground and an Ambulance. And tec- so, yeah. And
0: technically, there's six Transformers movies because of that. Uh, one, two, two, three. Well, there's f- those five, but then there's that little love bug one. What's what's his name?
1: Yeah, but he didn't do that. Didn't I know work. he didn't,
0: but there's like, but there is six Transformers movies. I know. I uh, know what...
1: it was Herbie the Lovebug, yeah, whatever.
0: Herbie the love bug that transforms and stuff was yellow the yellow 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 well you
1: know what it's kind of good that that because you know by the time he did the first transformers he might have he might have made it off the list because you know the original transformers was (laughs) mad
0: it was a rage
1: (laughs) it was was mad it had shia labeouf in it he's kind of like shia labeouf he's great
0: anyways yeah he is officially
1: is is a man equals doubted Sh- Sh- Shia LaBeouf is almost yeah. undoubted.
0: Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Yeah, he was in Well, he was in uh, the movie I liked. that you didn't. What was it called? Yeah. Uh, something about, honey. about honey. Honey, yeah. honey. American something. Honey. American something Honey. One yeah, of the worst was... movies that's ah, ever been it's made a good of movie. all time. Shia LaBeouf yeah. is amazing oh, in that.
1: He was great in that. Too bad the movie was completely
0: awful. Oh, that's rough. Um, which I've still
1: never that. seen the ending. Hondo. I don't take it anymore. Hondo. Um, Okay, so Pain and Gain was a success, shall yeah, we say, in I'd one say, way.
0: I'd say it was.
1: We, it was a success. All right, so the gunman.
0: Because I'm pleased that Bay is on the on the list. I mean, there is no question that he yeah. is. He it's is about doubted. time. He is so. Thank God we doubted. watched this. All right, so I have down. a
1: few. I have a few comments about it. So it was Mark Rylance versus Idris Elba yep. versus Javier Bardin. Yep. And goddamn Sean Penn. Yep. Has a hot bod. his age in this film holy crap is he cut in this film
0: yeah he got into shape um
1: yeah now what i can tell you is i'm not sure what i hated more this movie or seeing my beloved sean penn for this entire movie that's what one thing i want to get out there Ah, it
0: wasn't that bad but it was so this movie
1: was a rage for me i hated every single thing about it it's man um it was awful um so uh, Idris wasn't in it long enough. He was three minutes and 33 seconds. I was going to
0: mention. Uh, That's literally, yeah. was he in long enough? This is it what I've got? <laughs> no, he was not. Yeah,
1: he was so not. it was Rylance versus Bardam. Yep. And uh, you ready?
0: One, two, three, Rylance. Rylance. Okay. All right.
1: Bardam was overacting the entire
0: movie. Yeah, it was a it was it, it was, was one of it's like maybe the weakest I've ever seen him and I, I don't know if and, I I don't know if I can blame him or the material or just the yeah, direction. But, I mean but, he, but he was he's overacting. gotta step it there up, was, yeah.
1: There was too many overacting scenes in this movie with him in it. That took me out of the movie. Um but yeah, Rylance just crushed him. It was it was so obvious. And then we lost Brace. He disappeared. All right. So, the other thing that we need to talk about is yes. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise so, Kingdom. Unfor- now, this was a big one because we had Bill Murray versus Francis McDormand versus Tilda Swinton versus Harvey Keitel. Both Tilda Swinton and Harvey Keitel were no, not I in it for five enough. minutes. Yeah. So, they were out. Yep. So, it was basically... Bill Murray versus Francis McDormand, which was, this was a fair fight. A very fair fight, I would I would say. Now, what I'm going to tell you, because uh-huh. we're not going to count this one down, is I'm voting Edward Norton. I think Ed Norton was better than, was more mesmerizing than both Bill Murray and Francis McDormand. Really? Yes.
0: And I
1: would almost say, I would almost say, that um, Bruce Willis also who did an amazing job in he was, this film. He was but, fine in it, but no. Yeah, he wasn't he didn't outshine Bill Murray. No, nope. So and that's to, I think
0: I think yeah, no, I mean you that's fine. You've got Ed Norton, but yeah, no, I I'm going Bill Murray.
1: Okay. Well then that it thank god Francis McDormand because this was she was this... She was definitely weaker than Bill Murray but to me Edward Norton took out Bill Murray in this too. I I anytime Ed Norton was on screen I could not I cannot look away. He he was more mesmerizing to me than anybody in this. Oh uh,
0: just 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 when uh, you see Bill Murray without his shirt walking across the living room there going that you know I'm going to go chop down a tree that's all That I was needed. a good
1: scene. That was a good scene, but every single scene Ed Norton was in like he was just on point and whenever Ed Norton was in a scene even with Bill Murray it was to me it was it was Norton it, I, I, I I I trust me I do not want to see Bill Murray go and you know my love of Francis McDormand it's 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 undying mm-hmm. but I literally thought Ed Norton was better than both of them so well, that sucks
0: so Ed Norton's not on our list
1: though no he's not because Murray vetoed him
0: <laughs> why would Murray veto him?
1: He doesn't like Ed Norton. I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't know.
0: Because I think... I can sense this happening a lot anytime we've got a movie where Ed Norton's in it.
1: We have to... But Murray, I think, has seen Moonrise Kingdom. So he he would still have an opinion on it. But it doesn't matter because he... I don't think he's seen enough Ed Norton movies. But still, anyway, it doesn't matter because... Murray's already vetoed him, so unless uh, we bring back the Murr and we see, well, they yeah, can watch no,
0: a movie but I, I don't know. This is this is uh, lists are getting this particular list is getting more convoluted in my head now. Except
1: we just lost, we just lost um, a person, so we don't need to add another one. Just you know, remember that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand that, and I'm not saying that that I, I I thought that Bill Murray was more mesmerizing, anyways. I'm not saying that he should go on. I'm kind of saying that he wasn't part of this. And no, but you know he's what? No, already been that if, vetoed off if Ed of it. Norton, so he kind of needs to stand on the sidelines, just like Sean Penn did in, in the in the gunman. Because yeah,
1: but no, I would. Well, sh- yeah, I see. What, well, no, but if we both agreed that Ed Norton was more mesmerizing, then they would both come off, and then he would go on. He'd have to. Right. Right. All right. But, Fair enough. In the meantime. You and I both agree Ed Norton is mesmerizing, but That's apparently not in, is enough for you in this movie. So nope, not he can't go movie. on because so, he would have had to have taken them both out. Yeah, That's all there is. All right. So whew, we didn't lose Francis McDormand. Now, here's yes. going to be, I think, the Battle of the Ages that we watch for next week, okay. which we will be watching Constantine,
0: which Constantine. has
1: has Tilda Swinton versus Peter Stormore.
0: now do you remember them actually being in this oh Is yeah the same Tilda Swinton's
1: in this for a significant amount of time and okay. Peter Stormore, he's at least in there for the last almost ten full minutes of the movie okay. at the end
0: because right, I I, I just remember I didn't like this movie but
1: I freaking love this movie it's one of my favorite Keanu movies of all times so. that's uh, well that's not my problem. He's delicious. Yeah. Well, it's got Tilda Swinton and Peter Sturmair in it, so.
0: It was all downhill for Keanu after uh, Bill and Ted.
1: Bill and Ted. There you Great. go. Bogus Journey or?
0: No, the first one. Bogus Journey. He was already on the descent. <laughs> I'm kidding. Keanu's fine. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say bite your tongue. Yes.
0: All right. So Constantine. That's a thing that's the thing and we're gonna be storm Stormair versus <clears throat> swinton man i'm, I'm kind of bummed that we keep on having Stormair going up against that he's that's that's rough
1: hey man he's holding his own
0: he is and he might he might do it as i said there's no guarantee yeah. that
1: i mean but he's up against
0: tilda swinton so we'll, it's gonna be a tough fight that is uber tough yes and not oh, the, the ride sharing company <laughs> all right now
2: you know what time it is
1: i don't it's time for a promo oh, yeah.
2: review it defend it explain it visit it. listen to it all welcome to oh, review it yourself a podcast with more sides and a michelin star restaurant As if I've ever been to one of those. Outside of the regular solo Review It Yourself episodes, guests will join me to defend their favourite bad film, explain something in their their own country, for example, American football, not proper football, that someone from the north of England just doesn't understand. Check out the new Visit It Yourself video podcast, Spotify only at this point, where we explore battlefields in northern England. Now you can review it yourself. Yes, the podcast is finally starting to live up to its name. Email a review to reviewyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Contact us on Instagram, reviewyourselfpodcast2021. Let us know on Twitter, if you still have that, at yourselfreview. Send your review of a film that I've covered or that I haven't covered, and I'll read it out during a future episode. Oh, review it yourself New episodes every Monday morning Because what better pick me up Than a podcast which contains No politics No pandering And has no point
3: Last week on Rage or Dare Jim got his Christmas present early. Oh, no, wait, his New Year's present early. Regardless of which holiday it is for, he gets the pure pleasure of seeing New Year's Eve, the movie. Which sounds like a party, right? But we all know this is a present Jim will not be happy to unwrap. I thought I would take a moment to update you all on where our count is at. I, Casey the Great and Powerful, and my evil bag of torturous remakes, (laughs) four. And the Film Rage Boys, zero. As in Film Rage, you cannot hide from the rage. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) Now let's check in with Jim and see what's in that New Year's present box he opened what's in the box what's in the box spoiler alert it's rage worthy
0: huh so what was in the box jim
1: well this box of a movie it kind of sets a tone with a specific discussion that is had in the movie where there is no beauty left in this world or no magic. But then, and I quote, then how do you explain the entire world coming together on one night to celebrate the hope of a new year? Well, I will explain it. Not everyone celebrates New Year's on December 31st. For example, like the Jewish, or the Chinese, or the Muslims, or the Indians, or the Nepalese. So what exactly is this movie saying? Everyone celebrates the hope of the new year on December 31st. Really? Don't you mean less than half the world celebrates the hope of the new year on December 31st? I'll just let you all read through the lines on what this movie is saying. But suffice to say, as far as the makers of this movie are concerned, people of color are not part of that world they are creating. But they are... Represented in this movie, in if they are, they're done as racist stereotypes or in minor ways to support a white main character or try and pretend they have stories to be told, but they're really not fully represented. Well, except for Common, because he's always cool. Couple that with every line of dialogue is delivered in an annoying and completely repulsive way and usually by someone who is repulsive. And there is so much content in this so many people it's like a who's who of annoying and the most annoying except for common of course because he is always cool every single thread of story and there are many many threads are like every awful holiday trope rolled into one but instead of christmas crap they are all focused on new year's crap but still with the christmas holiday movies we hate like The Scrooge theme, which is done at least a couple of times in these storylines, plus every other Hallmark movie channel. And on top of that, all that, most unbelievable line of dialogue comes up when a doctor threatens a rectal exam as a punishment for an annoying couple asking for a C-section on New Year's. And the husband responds, that's not good. In what universe, when a hot doctor offers a rectal exam, does a not any red-blooded American not drop trowel and say anything but thank you, doctor? The fact that they crammed this much story into a tight one hour and 58 minutes of awful is astonishing. Well, except for Common, of course, because he's always cool. But this movie was Everything I hated about every holiday classic movie rolled into one huge rage of a New Year's Eve present. This year, just because of this film, I'm not celebrating New Year's Eve on December 31st. I'm celebrating it in a few other times, like the rest of the cultures that are not apparently not included as people as far as this movie is concerned. Because the whole world celebrates on December 31st, don't you know? Except for Common, because of course he's cool. This movie's awful it's so bad it's so 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 bad like yeah it's got so many little tiny stories of crap and awful that you just forget how much crap and awful they like, you put in it's and they have duplicate scrooges so you're kind of like what what is happening i don't get it it was so bad mm. and you know it's 2011 this movie's made and it really is so whitewashed like the the people of color in this film are so underrepresented and you know their their jobs like a nurse not a doctor or a security guard or you know they have um what's his name the canadian uh east indian dude russell peters is in this Mm. and of course he has to put on a fake indian accent you know which he does in his comedy act a, a lot but that's a, that's to him. Like, don't write a script where he's gotta pretend like there was no reason for any of that shit. It's just it's one of those movies that it's it's hard to watch and it's it's just painful. This movie is completely awful. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that, yeah. that delicious present. You're very and well done. It was, it was, the box was just as horrifying as poor Brad Pitt had to see yes. in seven. What's in the box? Cuts now, in the box. Exactly. Now, we were actually dared by the Vern and Ashley from Cinema Recall to see a movie called The Shape of Things. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to watch that this coming week because we're going to be going into festival season. Uh, we've got a, a documentary festival that we're going to be seeing um, starting actually next week. So we are going to be watching The Shape of Things when we find it. Bryce and I will be going on a hunt of the DVD stores oh, find to find it. it because we can't we can't seem to find it on um, on streaming services. It's so we will there. find it. It's oh, we'll find there. it. Oh yeah, we've got we've got Film Rage fans f- hunting it right now. Yes. So we will be coming up. Thanks, the uh, Vern and Ashley for that. You you guys are fantastic. Um, but guess where we have to go?
3: I don't know.
0: Where?
1: We got to go back yeah. to the torturous bag of Casey.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like Casey's bag. Can I just I will just yeah. throw away Casey's bag. No.
1: Yeah, I mean Merman's given us some stuff, but Casey always delivers. All right. What you got for me, son?
0: I'm pulling something horrible, I'm sure out of Casey's bag. Okay, for crying out loud (laughs) (laughs) that good huh it's a television show adaptation
1: (sighs) oh baby
0: (sighs) I think Nicole Kidman's in it I think Will Ferrell's in it oh is it bewitched it's bewitched
1: oh my god this is one of the worst things
0: Casey gets it (laughs) Casey you are a son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: and we're gonna work hard to see if we can get Casey on our Krampus episode this year. All see right. if we can put him to work uh, and get us to f- get him to find us a really, really bad Christmas movie to dare us to watch. I don't
0: want to watch Bewitched.
1: <laughs> I don't want to see it either. But you know what, Bryce? We're not called film ro- love. We're called film rage. Yeah, yeah, we are well thanks rangers for listening thanks extended good rage family you can find them all in our show notes thanks to casey from the nerdy photographer, the voice of Rage or Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Bubble and Too Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, or send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, 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 please it if others are weak I'll
3: rage on